Let's go! Dermot and Dave. <laughs> well, have you booked the halls? Are you starting to fantasise about the restaurants you'll be eating at? The pools you'll be swimming in? The ears you'll be blocking from those swimming expeditions? <laughs> Uh, the staring at Google Maps tech is a big part of our holiday life as it is our life in general and it can actually make our things much easier. Jess Kelly, News Talk's tech, tech correspondent and host of Tech Talk, has some handy travel tech hacks. How are you, Jess? I'm great. How are you? We're good. Um, can we jump straight to the most controversial part yeah. uh, of your piece? And that is the gizmo that you can bring on an airplane to stop someone in front of you doing something in particular with their seat. Oh, yeah, this is... Now, check with your airline before you get one right. But you can buy these devices that are essentially like a little tripod pole Mm. and it prevents the person in front of you reclining and putting their seat under your chin for a two-hour flight. We've had this discussion on the show before. I am an anti-recliner. I don't think anybody should be reclining anything anywhere unless you're in first class and it can go flat and yeah. doesn't disturb anyone. Dermot, on the other hand, is a recliner. Oh, no. Yeah, I really liked and he, you up until now. He, he, he <laughs> says he should be able to do whatever the hell he wants. No, Absolutely just, that's not. What the seats are designed to do. And I think as long as you do it gently and it's when you're going to sleep then it's, it's cool. No, no, absolutely not. And what's worse than that is the person who reclines a bit and then changes their mind and brings it back up again and then decides to fully recline. And then if you have a little drink on your tray, Anything. you end up wearing it. Yeah, you're, yeah that's, you're, you've got to check if do, so is, does the person behind you have stuff on their tray, uh, particularly drinks, and never recline your seat at eating time. But See, you have manners. A lot of people don't have manners. Yeah, a lot of them just chuck it back there. I'm not a fan of that. I think recliners, no matter what, so, they're mannerly enough to still not to be yeah. How does this thing work then? It, is, does it attach onto your table? It attaches to the arm of your seat and then mm. there's a clip that goes onto the seat in front, essentially, um, and it'll prevent them from bringing it back. But oh, does, so passive-aggressively brilliant. But yeah. uh, is it not just going to start a kind of a, 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 a war of seats in terms of the person's going to be pressing the little button on the armrest and I'm thinking I just need to push harder in which case <laughs> at some point the thing will snap and the seat will fly back I do not endorse the use of this technology <laughs> I'm just here to report on the fact that it exists ok thank you Jess <laughs> imagine an air hostess would probably come along or an air steward I should say would come down and tell you to to remove it because I'd say it's probably against yeah, policy this is one of those things that a lot of people on TikTok you know the, the, the travel bloggers and all the yeah. rest there's all kinds of gizmos that you can get there are some that are really cool like if you're a parent and you're travelling with your kids you can get uh, essentially a, a seat extender it, it folds up like a picnic blanket and you can put it onto the seat and then a bit goes down onto the floor so that the kid can lie down flat which is great oh, so amazing. stuff like that are really useful stuff like this just made me laugh yeah. because it would save me having to throw a filthy look at someone I'm great at the filthy look if, you move. <laughs> if somebody moves a chair and then looks around to see if it's okay I completely can communicate with wow, just my eyes, just your eyes. Okay. <laughs> don't do that honey okay well let's let's go back to the before the, ho- the yep. holiday right so if we're booking yep. like are there tech ways are there smart ways of, of booking that can save us quids because that's what it's all about well see it's changed quite a bit back in the day you know things like Skyscanner and things like Expedia used Mm. to be great because they would get you deals they would shop around for you and find the cheapest deal Mm. however a lot of hotels realised that they were losing out on, uh, you know, whether it was commission or uh, uh, financing and so on because they were offering such good deals. So now a lot of hotels actually offer you best, better prices if you book direct. Direct with them, okay. Book direct with them. Now, I would still absolutely shop around. I'm a great one for the shopping around. Um, but I do think it is worth always going direct to mm. see 
Also, if you sign up to newsletters and all the rest, you can sometimes get a 10%, 15% discount when you're booking as well. Right, what about, can, when you're booking a big hotel for a long time, that yeah. can actually add up to quite a bit of money. Absolutely. I think anything that you can save. But my biggest tip, though, and people don't do it, is signing up to the airline loyalty clubs. It doesn't matter oh. if you're only going the once. Sign up to any loyalty program from an airline because very often uh, you will get perks. So on your... on uh, so With Aer Lingus, for example... Air club, isn't it? Air club. You I've can, been with those guys for like... Well over 10 years. All right, have you seen any benefits? And I cannot move off there. There's green, green I think silver, there's silver platinum. and platinum. And I am constantly green. Yes, I never seem platinum, honey. No way, platinum, <laughs> yes. I never seem to have any points or advantages. Or, and I tried to use it to get into a lounge recently and they were like, ha, get I out of here, you greener. Green. <laughs> no, well, at my level, you know, you're back in my day when I was a green, I remember those days. Uh, but no, it's the more you fly with them. It is a loyalty okay. club. It's like it when you do your shopping and all the rest. You build up your points. But with Air Club, they also use this thing called Avios points so if you shop in certain supermarkets or if you go to like you know Kildare Outlet or anything like that you can build up your Avios points that way you can use them to then buy flights so I have bought flights to London I've bought flights to Barcelona completely for free using my Avios points so it I I can't seem to get them every time I fly I I look in the app checking okay did that flight get and I got it gets me nothing so they they do have a breakdown of I think it's like five points if you uh, five air miles if you get a, like a European flight obviously if you go business you get a hell of a lot of points if you go to the US you get more but every airline now does have some form, right. form of loyalty club and it is definitely worth doing also very much worth downloading the app for your airline I'm just back from my holidays we flew at Ryanair it is so much easier. I, I wanted app. to do like a digital detox. When I got to Dublin Airport, I was like, no, I need my phone yeah. to check in, to put my bags onto the thing because you have to scan QR codes and all the rest. Doing everything within the app is great. You also get updates then if a flight is delayed or cancelled or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I did find that actually on, recently on an Aer Lingus flight. Well, that's so hard to say. Uh, where there was no menu for the food because the menu was for the food was in the app. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Except then I went, oh, what if you don't have the app? I, did, I had it, so it was yeah. fine. But like, Yeah, you, know. you have to be aware of that. And also, actually, that's a really good point. The majority of airlines now only take card payments or Apple Pay. So mm. if you're going on a flight and you think, oh, I've got 20 quid in my pocket, that's all I'm going to bring. You have to make sure you have a card or your phone with yeah. you to, to pay. I'm conscious of the time. I yes. know you've got way more tips. So let's barrel through the yeah. stuff you have because we don't want to miss any. So the before you leave the house stuff. Yes. So the the bag trackers, this is something that was super popular when there was all of the chaos last year. Now, some airlines are not overly happy with people using things like air tags and chipolos. So all of this stuff has the caveat of check with your airline okay. first. But I do think it's a great idea to put a, a tracker of some description into your suitcase because if it does go walkies, you'll be able to find out what country it's in and yep. then track it down. So you can get the Apple air tag, you can get chipolo, you can get tile. All of them are less than 35 quid and definitely worth having. Uh, making sure that your boarding pass is on your phone. I know it sounds really basic, but the amount of people I saw in uh, the airport two weeks ago who were frantically trying to find whether it is their boarding pass, a confirmation number, something like that. So get all of your stuff there. Download content for your flight. So whether that's Netflix, Apple TV, all the rest. It's also worth doing this before you go abroad as well. If you're on a limited data plan. Yes, do all of your big downloads before you go away. Talk about data for a second, because yeah. that's one thing that trips people up all the time. So if you're like, I went to the States with the family there in April and yeah. myself and my wife, we got two 
we've unlocked phones. Yes. So we got two US SIMs. Mm-hmm. Use them. We could keep our WhatsApp numbers. We didn't yeah. have to change anything. I thought we'd have to do it at WhatsApp for two weeks. Uh, but no, we kept everything and everything. Everyone was able to communicate or whatever. It was such a godsend not having to worry yeah. about data. Now, we couldn't ring Ireland. You could WhatsApp call her, and you couldn't just ring on the on normal mobile. But yeah. that was just the plan we had. Like, yeah. So th- there's a few different things to note here. So if you're traveling within Europe, you can do this thing called roam like at home. So if you have unlimited data and if you have unlimited calls and texts here in Ireland, you have that at home. Again, read the fine print of your contract because there's a thing called the fair usage policy. Mm. So it could be capped at, say, 60 gigs of data, which is still a bonkers amount. You'd want to be streaming 4K movies every hour of your trip. But just again, read the fine print. If you are going outside of Europe or if you're going to be crossing borders, that's another thing because I was in somewhere and slipped into somewhere that was just on the border of another country that's outside the EU. Okay. And I got a 70 euro phone bill as a result. So just check where you are wow. uh, and be wary of that if you're not roaming like at home. There's a great new service called GoMo World. So you know GoMo, the yeah. digital mobile network? They now have a uh, global eSIM. So it's not a physical SIM card. If you're traveling to anywhere outside of Europe, particularly outside of Europe, why can't we speak? Uh, particularly <laughs> Australia, Canada, or the US, you can download this onto your phone. And I think it's six quid a month, depending on the region, or right. yeah, depending on the region where you are, and it'll give you unlimited data calls and texts and all right. that. And but I'm guessing your phone well. would have to be unlocked and not connected to a particular. Say you're with three, and it's a three phone. Yeah. You won't be able to use this though, will you? You can download an eSIM, yes. So very oh, okay. often it's it's incredibly seamless. A lot of the networks now are making it easier for people to do stuff like this. Again, double check with your network before you go. Uh, but when, if you have eSIM capability on your phone, do this. It'll save you a hell of a lot of hassle and a lot of money down mm. the road as well. Talk to us about the seat extender for kids you mentioned there at the top. Yes. How does that work? Because I think parents of small babies on planes would definitely be keen to know how this works. Yeah, it's, it's very, very simple. As It kind of folds up like a picnic blanket Uh, you put it onto the chair where your child is sitting and there is an arm that is it's kind of like a plasticky material and when you fold it down it acts like a standing leg so the child can lay out then and be comfortable in the seat Ah. it's not the most sturdy thing in the world you won't want them jumping on the seat but they won't be allowed to do that anyway but if you want your child to be able to lie down completely flat on the seat it is definitely worth doing they are widely available on the likes of Amazon and all the rest and definitely worth having Cool, Jess we can talk to you all day we've got to leave it there thank you so much for coming in Jess Kelly is the host of uh, Tech Talk and News Talk's Tech Correspondent. Thanks so much for coming in and filling us in and all that. Enjoy your holidays, everybody. Dermot and Dave, weekdays from 9am.